Hey guys, it's Shawnee, your nerdy girlfriend from simpleonpurpose.ca. Welcome to another bonus Simple Saturdays. The bonus Simple Saturday is me answering your reader questions. This is part two. Part one, I covered a question that I just had so much to say on, and that question was about being a mom and feeling like your day's gone crappy, your kids aren't listening, things are just kind of going to crap, and working through that. And I gave a lot of life coaching perspective and just mothering perspective on um, things that I've learned that help me work through that. So go and check that out if you haven't heard it. It is episode 25. Today, we are going to be talking about being a mom and having dreams. Here is the question. Right now I am struggling with motivation for bigger goals for myself and motivation in general. After I became a mom, I had to shut down the big dreamer in me because it was taking away from me being able to be present and content with where I am now. So it's this conundrum. Don't want more than you can accomplish, but want just enough that challenges you to stay motivated and to grow and move towards those goals. If you have any input on this balancing act, I would sure appreciate it. I hope you can see here how much self-awareness this question shows because so many of us lose ourselves in motherhood and uh, like the identity shift, we give up careers, we give up our bodies, we give up our time, our emotional space is um, congested. There's just a lot that is at sacrifice and there is definitely a shedding of our old selves when we become a mom. So we look for ways to reclaim that and often For me, at least, I know that I looked for ways that probably pulled me further away from motherhood. Um, I'll link a post in the show notes where I talked more about this, is um, when we want to reclaim our motherhood, we don't see that sometimes we swing the pendulum too far the other way. So I want to say great self-awareness around seeing that there's the motherhood you want and then the motherhood you were creating for yourself. The flip side of that awareness, as you can see by this question, is that it actually sucks. It sucks to feel this tension of what you want and what is. It's called cognitive dissonance. It's a hard place to be and a hard place to work through. So as I offered an email to this question writer, I will say that it does get better. I remember this exact same feeling when my kids were four, three, and one, and It sounds like I wouldn't have much freedom at that stage, but when your youngest child turns one, you kind of know we are leveling up, like the constant nursing, the constant holding, like the baby's probably walking and having naps that are pretty consistent throughout the day. There is kind of a clearing that started, and I remember feeling that clearing coming and being like, well, now what? What should I do with this? I know I want something more. And it was, of course, around the time where we started decluttering our home and I could just see all of the ways I was living on autopilot and I didn't want that anymore. I wanted to be very purposeful about what I was doing, why I was doing it, and what I was building into. About six months before that, my husband and I had sat down on New Year's Eve and written out just like what what we wanted to do. <laughs> it sounds so easy, but we'd never done it. We'd never talked about how we want to raise our kids, the things we want to do with them, kind of the things we think we would like to try for ourselves. And it was such a relief to get that on paper, to kind of like dig in and pull it out and give it a place to live and kind of like set it up as the destination we wanted to work towards. So the first step that I would always offer a mom who feels this restlessness and I want something and I don't know how to get it is to get very clear on what it is you actually want, setting a vision for yourself. I do have a couple things that can help you with this. I just put together a vision freebie for setting a vision for your life and I took 
the life on purpose workbook and I condensed it into like a really quick way to work through the nine areas of your life and setting a vision for them. Of course, the life on purpose workbook, that's a deep dive into setting goals and habits and really assessing each area of your life and what you want to change. But this vision freebie, just stop by the link in the show notes if you want to grab that. Another freebie that's been on the site for years is the year on purpose workbook. And that's great if you just want to get your toe wet that's a weird saying, get your toe wet in the waters of setting a vision for your life, but it's there. Okay. It's in the show notes moving on. (laughs) So once you've got this vision, here's the first mindset you might encounter. It was mine. And that is the all or nothing mindset. If I can't be all in, then I will do nothing. And this was a hurdle I had to get over because I wanted these big dreams. And if I can't be all in, that's how dreams should be. So I'm just going to like hang out on the couch and wait for these seasons to pass until I can be all in. And I think that was probably the easiest way out for me at the time because I wanted what I wanted and I couldn't really like even imagine other options on how to get it or how to work towards it without being this all in one thing. So first of all is to let go of the limiting mindset that it has to be all or nothing. The next hurdle that I had to work through was how to actually work on things with kids around. And there's a couple things I'll say on this. And the first one is there are things you can actually do alongside with your kids around. They just kind of are very (laughs) complicated or not easy or not efficient, but you'll still be doing them. And I remember the first time I experienced this, my older two were at preschool and my youngest was home with me. I put him in his high chair at the table and I brought out the sewing machine I had bought and I didn't know how to sew, but I wanted to learn and work on this project. So I just brought it out. And of course it's me like going and helping him and wiping him off and then he's crawling around and you know, things aren't easy, but I was still doing the thing. And that felt so great to just do the thing. And I've done this in various ways over the years where I'll bring something out and I'll start working on it. Like I wanted to learn embroidery. So I was doing that and the kids were doing it alongside of me. That was painful. I will say, because I had to like rethread their needle every 0.7 seconds, but still (laughs) we're doing this thing, guys. We're going to try it out and see how it goes. Um, There's some things that are easier to do, like painting a wall and let them paint a little section. When you are doing things, your kids can try it out in tiny ways alongside of you and maybe like learn that too and see if that's something they're interested in. But ultimately it's for you. It's for you to get done what you want to get done. Even if it's not easy or efficient, you can still give it a try. The other thing when you're at home with kids is there are always little things you can do that move you closer to the vision that you have. And I talked about this more in episode 21, your future self. And I had it written on my chalkboard for years, do something that your future self will thank you for. And it felt like at that time in motherhood, that was all I could do. I could drink the water and eat the vegetable and, you know, do a squat. Like these were just the littlest things that I could do, but I could just have that assurance that I am offering that to my future self, this little thing that I can do where I am now. So if you want to sit down and write a list of all the ideas of things that you could do that are little things from researching things to making a pitch uh, <laughs> to making a Pinterest board, to taking an online course, to reading the book, to um, editing something, to taking vitamins, like there's always a little thing that you can do that will move you closer to the life that you want to live. Another great way to kind of be a woman who makes space to dream and makes space to work on these dreams is to make space for yourself. And I know this is such a hard hurdle for moms to get over. 
But like if motherhood is a full-time job, even jobs have vacation hours. I think every mom has their own personal dialogue with about taking time for themselves and rationalizing why they shouldn't do it. But let's just cut to the chase. Do it. It's important. It allows you to make space for yourself and you need that. So if you have a space every week or once a month or once a quarter, you get to look forward to that. That's just for you to do whatever you want. You're not accountable to anyone else. This is your time to just reconnect with yourself, work on the things you want to work on, whether it's painting your nails or hiking a mountain or catching up on Outlander. This is just your time. Some ways that you can make sure you get this time is a night when your spouse does bedtimes and you can head out to the library or coffee shop, a morning of daycare if it's in your budget, If these things aren't in your budget, then you can swap babysitting with another mom friend. So even if it's one morning each week that you guys swap out, so you get one morning every two weeks, there's always a way if you want to find a solution to it. And finally, I want to get to the parallel issue. And this is in the Life on Purpose workbook. That is knowing what lights you up. There's something about that goal or that dream that excites you. And it isn't necessarily what it is. It's about who you get to be while you are doing it. Who you get to be while you're doing it shows you your personal values. And our personal values are different for everyone. They're different in the seasons, but they are what we want to live out of them. We crave to live from our values. When we don't live from our values, we feel this tension and this restlessness. We feel like something's amiss. Getting to know your values will help you see what the bigger motivation is for you in all of this. I did put together a quick values freebie that has a bunch of values and a list that you can work through and edit down to find your own personal values. And I want you to take those and I want you to think about the goals you have, the vision you have. What are you getting from that? If you want to plan events, maybe you're someone who loves creating spaces and curating an experience. Maybe community is something that's very important to you. If it is running a marathon, maybe you love challenging your body and that big ticket event. Maybe determination or adventure is something that is very valuable to how you show up as a person. In everything we try to do, we are chasing this feeling, this person of who we get to be and how we get to show up. And this is, this can be hard because we cloud it. We cloud it with um, certain actions and certain goals and we limit it to that. But when you start to see who you're made underneath all of this and tap into that, you will find ways to bring that into your daily life. For me, learning the Enneagram was a big um, eye-opening experience for me to see the personal values I had and how when I look back on all the jobs I've had over the decades, it wasn't necessarily the job I was doing. It was the opportunities that I took out of it and squeezed out of it and like wrung out of it to let me show up in the way that I felt represented my values and what I wanted to be as a person. So I want to sum up. The first one is we all lose ourselves in motherhood. We need to be very mindful of how we are reclaiming our identity and how that's affecting our motherhood. The next point is it does get better. Space does clear up. You know, when I was looking at my life, when my kids were four, three, and one, that was four years ago now, and space keeps clearing up. I mean, of course they still wanna be everywhere I am, doing everything I'm doing, but it does get easier. They become more independent and you do get more space. Next is know what you want to be working towards. Get very clear on your vision, on the things that you want to be working towards the long game because it won't be all or nothing. You do need to think about the little baby steps you can take, the things that you can do with your kids around and making space that you still get time away for yourself 
to time to dream, time to do, time to recalibrate, protect that space for yourself. And finally, tap into your values. What lights you up? What feelings do you want to live out of rather than chase? Knowing who you are, how you want to show up will always be more important than what you do. All right, guys, thanks again for joining me in a bonus episode. If you have questions you want me to answer, give me a message through email on Instagram or on Facebook. Um, If you don't know those links, I'll link them in the show notes. I would love to hear from you. Have a great day.